Uh, I fell asleep on a roof. On a roof? Yeah. I was uh, I was found passed out on the roof <laughs> down at the house. <laughs> Any explanation? At the house? Just... Yeah, I think I went out there to uh, like get some fresh air and maybe empty my stomach a little. And um, I just had a seat and I was found. You know, 20 minutes later about. Oh, okay. I yeah, no, I wasn't like... I kind of wish no one had found me. It would have been funny if I woke up See, in the that's, morning. That's just the story. You just Everybody wants to be found. I, I was, even, everybody wants to be found. Yeah, you know, it was kind of a nice night, so it's not like I would have been, like, sick or anything. Did you throw up? Yeah. Woke oh. up next to my chunks on the roof. Nice. They're still there, I think. Some of food poisoning, right? Yeah, food poisoning. Yeah, too much of that... Uh, it's when you, eat that, when you eat that fish at Lech. It doesn't, doesn't sit well. <laughs> Tell ya. How are you, Big F? Pretty good. Uh, I remember... Saturday night, there was this girl who was, like, really drunk on the couch. And I was like, oh, like, I'll be a nice guy. And I was like, hey, like, do you need help, like, to throw up or something? And her friend was like, no, no, she's fine. And then next thing you know, like, I'm in a car literally driving this girl to her house. And, like, I took, like, a caretaker role. And then I fell asleep. I don't really know what happened. Um, just dropped this girl off at her house and then, uh, went back to the house and had a good time. Which is weird because I don't know why I took a break. Not that nice of a person usually, so. Big Ev, the big babysitter. Yeah. Jeez. Rocking the cradle. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like a child. She's a grown-ass woman. She could have done it herself. Whoa. Someone had places. to step up, though, and that person was you. Yeah, that's right. That's what we say. Omega's a gentleman. Yeah, I'm getting karma points from, from life. Cash them in eventually. Well, see, the thing with the life points is that it's not like Dave and Buster's. Because Dave and Buster's, it's only what you get in that one day. Right, right. You're not going to save Wait, it. Wait, can you not bring back tickets? Can you? Who does, you can. though? But, like, do people... Well, well no. We, I mean, who goes that often? So you're saying well, karma points are only good for a day? No, so, like, karma points are good forever. Oh, they're good forever? It's better than Dave and Buster's. Hopefully. Well, anyway, welcome back to Hall Debate. I know you thought we were gone, but we got renewed for a second season. Second semester. The pilot season was a success, <laughs> kind of. We did lose one member. Yeah, that camera's they fucked. It's moved again. Yeah, I'm telling you. They see how bad our pod is. <laughs> we uh, we lost our Pride and Joy Q. Sponsored by Big Tobacco. You know how it goes. But uh, we're trying out this new kid, Tyler, today. Go see how he goes. Test run. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm really excited to be here. I think big shoes, big shoes to fill. Big shoes, but uh, your shoes. Those are some greasy shoes. Size twelves, you know. They're not. They're not quite big enough, but they're. Maybe you can get them back on the pod one day. We will. We'll have a reunion episode. We can get them on the phone. We can. We can yeah. do a Skype call. Maybe you tell them during the challenge. Well, we can have just an Omega Challenge pod. The challenge is making sure the pod is sober. That's that's the challenge. No, that's gonna be impossible. <laughs> that's fine. Be that, more. Electric. That could be an interesting pod. First challenge too. But anyway, let's get into the rundown for uh, what's been going on lately, guys. NBA All-Star break, officially over, going to the second half of the season. Ev, what are you looking forward to? Um, the Cavs resurgence. Um, kind of interesting how pretty much just like traded for half their team, got a bunch of new players. I know they lost to the Spurs this week, but uh, I think they're going to make a run for these. Oh, yeah, big big shakeup for the Cavs, but I think they're a lot better than they were a few weeks ago. I mean, it's going to take a little bit of time for them to come together, a lot of new pieces, but... Uh, Definitely the team fits a lot better around LeBron now. But I think one thing one thing I noticed uh, in the Spurs game is that now they really, and, and maybe it'll be better when Love comes back, but when LeBron is off the floor, that team has really no one to run the offense through. 
if JR is not looking good, which he can be streaky. So I, I don't think that they're – I think they're better, but I don't think they're fixed. Well, I just want to see a Rockets in the Western Conference Finals this year. I mean, if it's going to be a finals between the Rockets and Warriors, that's something I want to see, but... That's going to be better than the finals. Yeah, you that would be. Do you think there's a chance that's not even an option? Well, the Thunder did until a couple nights ago. What, they 32 the, points? Yeah, they blew at the Warriors the first two times. Though. I think I think the Western Conference Finals would be better than the actual finals. Then running down things, two guys in NFL news. Case Kinnam, officially going to be a free agent. Where can he end up? Something we'll talk about in a little bit. Well, let's get right into our first topic of the day. We're talking about Louisville. If I'm saying it right, it depends where you're from, right? No one. If you call it Louisville, you're you're fucking dumb as rocks, dude. I got a friend who lives in Louisville. Yeah, but, yeah, but she said it? Louisville, like. But not Louis. No really. Louis. Yeah, no, it's Lou, like Louis. It's like oh. French or something. Yeah, I passed by there a few times on a road trip or two. It wasn't nice town. Pretty sure there's. Not, I was down like in less than an hour through. You didn't pass by the KFC. Is that what it? KFC Yum Center? Yeah. Is that, what, what is that? that? That's, 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 that's where the arena was. That's where they play. KFC Yum Center. Everybody said that was the actual like, KFC where just like special food. A Yum food. Center? That would be cool. That would be cool. Possible, possible it is earnless, dude. Like a nice two-piece meal? Yeah, why not? Yeah, not bad. Anyway, you know who definitely got a two-piece meal? Some of the players at uh, Louisville, you know, for Rick Pitino. Drop the bag. Oh. Uh, insert, insert cash registered sign right there. They had all the wins vacated from their national championship season. You know... It's hard because it's like, how do you punish people that aren't even on the team anymore? And like, you want to be like, oh, you can take scholarships away, but then you're kind of just like fucking over people who are on the team now. And then like, you can't give them a postseason ban because that's also unfair because like no one's on that team from 2013. So the best thing you can do is basically just vacate wins, which absolutely do nothing because everyone remember Kevin Ware died for something that day, you know? They got to get back money though. Yeah, it's they true. Get, they got they got like well, I mean, it's not that much like for a university, but it's like I heard it was like six hundred thousand or something. Right, but it's done like because prize money that they the NCAA back. is still selling two thousand thirteen yeah. Louisville championship T shirts. They had to take down the banner though. Yeah, I mean, what do you think they do with that banner? Yo, I was like, actually, someone, can you buy that? No, I was actually reading. I was actually, like listening to a podcast, and the same thing happened to Syracuse lacrosse like in the nineties, and what they did is. They just never handed the banner back to the NCAA. They just hid it somewhere on campus. And you know, no one knows where it is. Is that a thing? Does the NCAA give them a banner? I guess, I guess the trophy. I know they give the trophy back. See, I think that's... I think the banner they probably have to get themselves. Well, did you see Kevin Ware? He had a tweet out, I remember, saying something along the lines of, uh, like, everybody saw the wins. So how are you going to say that didn't happen? I think just vacating wins is so freaking dumb. It doesn't... Yeah, but what else you, you, can't, you can't punish people, right. like, now. It's like saying... What, People did five years yeah, ago. Yeah, you can't. Like, like all you, the people who were involved are basically gone at this point. But like, really, what does a vacating win do for you at all, though? It just pretty much takes away from players who won the game. They didn't cheat in the game. Yeah. Like, but I don't know. You're saying the game just never happened. Well, they got players unfairly, you could say. Yeah, but so does every other team. Right. I think in the minds of every player and coach on the team, though, like they still won. There's still wins. They were still champions. Yeah. Like it doesn't actually do anything. And it's not like Michigan won the championship. Like Rick Pitino has a tattoo. Right. There's. It's gonna be. I'm sure Rick Pitino has bigger fish to fry right now than the tattoo removal. But yeah. I mean, are you? If you were to put out your own discipline, what would you go for in a case like this? Would there be discipline? You have to go after the people who are responsible for it. But I don't know yeah. what you can really do to them if you're the NCAA. I mean, if there were if there was something illegal, then it should be handled like in the legal system. 
The yeah. NCAA shouldn't yeah. have to. Like, I feel like the NCAA just feels like they have to do something. And right. This was like the only thing they could do. Well, this happened. What was this? Is this considered death penalty for them, or is just no? Well, death penalty is like you just you like you don't have a team for a season or something. Like like what like what happened to Penn State? Did they they lost all their wins? Right. They lost wins. Remember they had uh, scholarships taken away and they lost money and they couldn't go to postseason for a few years. Right. That's death penalty for sure. And they're like just now getting back to like being a good program again. Oh yeah. So like. And it, that would be a shame to see that happen in Louisville. I mean, I don't think it will, but I mean, like, I think you should definitely give them money back. That'd be, I guess, like, that's kind of fair, in the sense where it's like you have to give something, right? You can't just like. But then think about how much money the school made off of the championship, right? That they're like they can't give that back because they earned that through like tickets and mm-hmm. merchandise. Well, let me throw this out, you guys. They still won, right? Yeah. Like Tyler, one and done rule. Favorite. What's your opinion? Do you want more young little boys in the league? Do you want grown men? Do you want some rough and tough guys? What do you want? Um, big my problem man. with the one and done rule is it kind of ruined college basketball. But at the same time, I think if someone's coming out of high school and like they're ready, like LeBron was ready to go into the NBA, so it would have just been stupid for him to waste a year out of college. But the problem is then you get a lot of guys too that just enter the NBA way too early, just because that's what everyone else is doing. And I don't know, it definitely like. It definitely hurts college basketball, but I don't know if there's I don't know if there's a better solution. Really, you can't require people to play all four years. I guess college football does minimum two, right? Mm. That might be better. I don't know. I think you just kind of have to let players decide on their own. Like if they think they're ready to go out of high school and some NBA team wants to draft them, let them go for it. I don't think it really does a whole lot for you if you're just wasting a year. Like Ben Simmons. That was a, not even a full year. That was like six months. Yeah. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I mean, Big Ev, I know you're a big college guy too. Yeah. What's your opinion? Like for Z, uh, Zion, Zion, I'm bad at these names today. Yeah. Do you think he should, should go to college or is he straight up NBA? Uh, I mean, he's not even number one in this class. So mm-hmm. He's a dunker. Right. I think the whole thing is like, I mean, everyone in, in the NCAA gets paid except for the people who deserve to do the most work. So I'd be down for like a like a policy where it's like you can go into the NBA, but you gotta play like in the D League for like like that year where you would be in college. At least staying getting paid somewhat, you know. That make the D League so much better too. Right, people yeah. would actually like be interested in the D League. G League, the G, G League. League. Oh my right. bad. And I'm like, what's the point if like like literally like all college basketball is now is just like players like I like it when players actually like like their program like. Duke's like, oh, we're like a brotherhood. But, like, half the people aren't even on the team the next year. So it's, like, it's not the same as it was, like, back in the 90s. But I'm totally fine with that. Just, like, let's make it clear that, like, you should make money somehow. Hey, don't knock on Grayson Allen. He's a brother. I guess he is, dude. He's a fraternal brother to everybody. Without a doubt. I mean, going off that, too, LeVar Bullard brought the idea a little while ago, remember, making his own uh, G League where he pays the players. Would you rather see the G League or the Ball League? Um, Throw that on the floor. I'd rather watch Painter than watch Laval Barsley. Why? He's going to play coach and center. Who's going to yeah, Who's gonna <laughs> sign up for that league where you don't even are like, assured that like if you get hurt, like you'll have like medical attention? Like you, I think the most people getting paid is like 15000 And some dudes in this NCAA scandal got 100000 to play. Can I just throw in the G League right now? No, LeVar Ball. Oh, LeVar Ball. I just want to throw my, like, my money on the ring. Is I want LeVar Ball 
just having more kids, like spreading his seed everywhere to see more and more balls uh, in the NBA. NBA. Does he? Have, is it just the three of them? Yeah. It, I wonder if he has like a. If he had a daughter, I wonder what that would be like. <laughs> or like, you think, like, like you think he would like market the shit out of her too? Like, or like a basketball WNBA job. star. No, she would go to Lakers too. He wouldn't let any of the Suns <laughs> play if she's on the team. Anyway, let's move on to next big topic: is NBA playoffs. A lot of talk about restructuring the whole seating, especially with how weak the East has been this year. What do you think the solution is? Do you think there's a 1 through 16 seating problem? Or where do you think we go with this? Big Ed, why don't you start us off? Um, I'm, all, I'm all for change. I think, like right now, like the Western Conference has been dominant for the past like four years. I'm sure in 10 years it's going to change. But I think, I think it spices things up a little bit, especially there's not a lot of parity in the NBA as there's like with like other sports like hockey or baseball where like NBA you can kind of from the start of the season kind of figure out like oh it's like these four teams are going to be like pretty much in the finals so I'm all for changing up um it'd be fun to see like I don't know like Cavs and Warriors like not play for finals and be like I don't know like a matchup in the semifinals or something like that because I think I still think the two top teams in NBA are in the Western Conference so I mean, how would you fix that? Do you have any... What's your solution? If you had to bring up a solution right now in 30 seconds. I would... I mean, I'd be interested in see a, a 1 through 16 lineup. I know they think about doing like a playing game for one of the seeds, I think. But I think with Adam Silver at the helm, they're definitely, uh, they're definitely like just trying new stuff, which I appreciate. Because, I mean, like... I feel like right now, like, if we receive another Cavs-Warriors final, is that like the fourth time? I don't know. That'd be and kind the Warriors of probably blow them out too. Yeah, it'd just be like the same thing like last year. I, I mean, mean, my only problem with going one through sixteen, and like without regard for the conferences, is that Western Conference teams play such a harder schedule. Right. And like you can't just say like play the same amount of games against everyone because then you'd be traveling like crazy. Mm-hmm. But like, so a Western Conference team that wins like forty five games, I think that's a hell of a lot more impressive than like forty five in the East. Right. Yeah. So I think maybe you would do like. Top eight from each conference, and then yeah. seed it. Well, let me run this by you right now. If the NBA season ended today, and we did one through sixteen, the matchups would be as follows: Rockets, Clippers, Warriors, Pelicans, Raptors, Seventy Sixers, Celtics, Blazers, Cavs, Nuggets, Spurs, Thunder, Timberwolves, Bucks, Wizards, Pacers. Running through that list, I think just about every matchup there could at least the lower seed could win a game. Don't like the Warriors one. The Warriors Pelicans? All right, probably not that one. But look at every other list. It's going to be a lot more. Every other That would be closer than whoever the would be like for the Western Conference one. Like, exactly. That's pro- wouldn't that be – couldn't that potentially be the the one, the eighth seed versus one seed even if they kept it the way it is now? Aren't Absolutely. Pelicans like eighth place? Yeah. And it could be still too. So there's still matchups like that. But I think personally if I were to choose anything, I, I'll steal a little bit from what I've seen on ESPN and – my good friend Bill Simmons at the Ringer. We're, friend, friend of the podcast. We're in talks. Friends. He's my sponsor. We'll see. He has this uh, little solution he's been throwing out there for years now. You do 1 through 14 for get the top 14 gets into the playoffs locked. And then the top bottom two seeds and the rest of the NBA all battle in a week-long tournament for the final two seeds. It goes week-long. It goes like eight games on the first day. Then obviously it goes down from there. And whoever is the top two teams from that tournament – it's the last two spots, the 15th and 16th seed, and they versus the 1-2 seed. So you have more excitement for those bottom teams. So pretty so, much... So anyone can make the playoffs then? Absolutely. But then you don't need a regular season. You do. 
Like it's just to avoid that. It's to avoid that. And there's yeah. also a thing where if you get those last two seeds, there's you could throw in like extra, like you get money, you get a higher draft pick or something along those lines. So it keeps, mm. keeps teams from tanking. I like that, the draft pick idea. Because then people will be competing for those spots. That would be, yeah. I, I mean, like, whenever you have a basketball game playoff or postseason, it's one game. It makes it ten times more exciting. Seven games, especially Seven games the first, so long. first round, at least make it, like, five games. Seven games is so long. Especially to see just a rock, like a Warriors team. Like, yeah. like you know, like I'm not going to say you know they're going to win, but, like, why just, like... But it makes it, like, so much harder for the underdog to win. Right, too. exactly. Like, that's what's great about, like, March Madness is you get one game, like... Anyone can beat anyone in one game, right. but like when it comes to a seven-game series, you're not expecting like New Orleans to beat the Warriors. Well, do you think, going off that, I don't think NBA would ever do it, but would you be in favor of a March Madness NBA? No, I don't think it would be fair. Yeah, I wouldn't really. Well, how many teams would make it? You do like the same, like you do uh, 16. top 16. You do just rank them in order, and then you just... In a sense, I would like that to happen, but if, if like my team lost... It's like a sh- like a like a shitty team, not like a shitty team, but like clearly not as a good team. I'd be so furious in the sense that the NBA like puts like so much more money into like their because college is all just revenue based in the sense where it's like well you cut the NBA season shorter by like, a week or two and you have the first round be a single elimination and from there you can go into like five game series, seven game series, and it goes through the whole. I don't know. I definitely like the Bill Simmons one. That, least, like, that makes it fun. The NBA would never do anything that would result in less playoff games because they just they make so much money off of like how many games they play. Mm. Playoffs last like two months. Well, this adds more playoff games too. Does it though? If it's all a bunch of one game? Well, like, well yeah, it does because and you have other months before like the actual playoff start. I was like the kind of the play in yeah. of an NCAA tournament. And I think this idea that Bill Simmons threw out too something that I didn't mention is my favorite part. I think is that he said that one and two seeds. They have the option where the two seeds, the one number one and two seeds, can pick the two teams that got in the one, fifteenth and sixteenth, and they could say I want versus the fifteenth or they want pick the sixteenth. If that makes Ooh, sense. I don't know. But That'd wait, be, there's more to that's it. Tricky. That's tricky. Say you're the number one seed. You have the potential where say the sixteenth seed is the Jazz and you're the Warriors. You're like, you know what? I don't like that matchup. Maybe you're gonna pick on the twelfth seed and you want versus them instead of the sixteenth seed because it's a better matchup for you. So you can pick any other team you want. See, to I don't know about that. That's that creates like a you picked us. That, that's that's way too uh, not traditional. It is not to say the NBA is like a traditional league. It's always like changing, but that'd be. Cr- I, there's no way we would see anything like that. But how that much would, would you love for to such see that? cool storylines? That though? would that would 100. That team would people would get people would get way more into it if right. they knew that they were picked. Would you love to see like the Warriors be like? Portland. We don't want the Portland. We want <laughs> we want the Jazz in round one. And the Jazz would be like, you picked us, screw you. I could see Damian Lillard getting real pissed about that. That'd be fun. He hates Golden State. Yeah, that'd be... That's like, some, like if we're being realistic, they're like, I wish that would have happened, but... Because realistically, NBA is entertainment. Let's turn to the soap opera. Let's go all out. A little more drama? Yeah. Let's just show more wives of NBA, too. Let's get more cheerleaders in there. It's like a yeah. full, big, like, blowing explosion. LeVar Ball is, like, the GM of every team. No, let's not be Lithuanian. I wish there were a little bit more fighting in the NBA, though. Like, like just a little more. No, not the hockey level, just like how it used to be. Like some Charles Oakley shit. Or, like, without like Mouse. Now, Charles like now, now they just they find you so heavy that no one wants to fight or, like, even, like, say anything. Well, Lonzo Ball didn't fight. He's like, yeah, nobody's going to do nothing. You remember that beginning of the season? Yeah. I don't know. I'm all down for fights. I mean, I mean no one really gets hurt. Like, it's just. No, right. Except uh, <laughs> that dude, Meritage, who just got rocked in yeah. the face. 
I wish I wish there was a video of that fight. That'd been really funny. Who do you think? Who do you least want to fight in the NBA right now? I mean, Bobby Portis. That guy's <laughs> fucking crazy. You see that guy? Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always night? stay away from Gortat personally. Gortat. Yeah. Gortat just looks like the kind of guy that would like kill you and not care. The best sucker punch NBA. Let's hear it. The best sucker punch? What do you mean? Like I mean, if you were to take like one swing from this guy, you'd be done. Other than Portis. Okay. Kind of like the most like. Who's huge? Who's beefy? Yeah. Zach Randolph's pretty beefy guy. He's like pudgy though. What about DeAndre. Yeah. Jordan? Yeah, just yeah. a 6'11 man with an absolute hammer for undone of his arm. I feel like if Porzingis slapped me, I wouldn't even feel it. Porzingis? Whoa. He could slap you from so far away. <laughs> yeah. He actually is the guy where he puts his head on his hand on your head and just like, you keep running, you won't ever yeah. touch him. No. There's that dude, uh, like Bam, oh, on Miami. Miami. He's just like an absolute like man carved out of a mountain. Who would like just, or like, I mean Dwight Howard. Like, those dudes have like these huge shoulders. Yeah, I, I still wouldn't fuck with Dwight Howard, yeah. even at this late stage of his career. No way. Pretty I'll, much wouldn't fuck with any NBA player. I'll take yeah. Dennis Schroeder on. Uh, fight one NBA player one on one. I think I might go Jose Calderon. He yeah. seems like a pussy. Calderon. I would have to. That's be like a white point guard. That's oh. basically what I'm. It's like well, if Luke Rindauer is still in the league. Yeah, that's go a good ahead. one. <laughs> so now I'm going to change something. Kirk too. Heinrich. Kirk Heinrich. Yeah, but he has to wear the goggles. Yeah, if you could somehow like. <laughs> you can't punch a guy with goggles. Exactly. Well, he can't punch me either. Definitely not Isaiah, though. Definitely not. He might be the one, the one guy I can think of that I have a height advantage on, or right. like equal to, and I, I definitely still oh, not choose My him. one guy is uh, Deladova. No, no, I would not. Deladova is no, I would never fight him. He's feisty, oh, yeah. yeah. The guy is him. Australian, too. Oh, I think I could... I think oh, Steven Adams. That's who I would yeah, least want to fight. Yeah, Steven Adams. That's yeah. pretty much a good one. Steven Adams and Enos Cantor in a tag team? Oh, that'd be rough. <laughs> I think uh, I think me and Rubio would be a good matchup on, on the mm. two. He's not Greek, is he? No, no he's Spanish. I think, we have I think to have he's a, not tall though. But I think we have to have a pot where we just go through like a NBA death match. You know who wins the? Yeah, Steve or March Madness. Hey, we, let's make one on the put one on the website. Yeah, we got it. Check out Unfiltered Access, guys. You want to have a death match of NBA players? You know, a little spot right there. I guess it's a good time to move it along to NFL where all the real fights are happening right now. Quarterback carousels, Case Keenum, Minnesota Vikings, no longer on the team a free agent. Where do I we think, see I think he going? back. You think he's back? I think after what he did last year, uh, I think they have to bring him back. I mean, it, it, Bradford, I think, is gone. I think they bring back Keenum. Bridgewater, I have no idea. Is he, like, healthy? Can he, like, play again? He played I don't last year. really knows, though. But, like, can he... Play a full season with that. Well, he was healthy before that injury. Wait, is Bradford yeah. a free agent now? Yeah. All three They're all three. I would 100% rather have Keenum than Bradford. Well, would you rather yeah, have... For sure. With all those three, them three, or like one three, or Kirk Cousins? No, I'd rather have what you got. I would rather have Cousins, but I don't think... But the difference in what you'd have to pay for Cousins yeah. versus what you'd pay for Keenum or Bridgewater, I would take... And with like the team they have, they don't need to go get Kirk Cousins. I think you already know what you have in uh, Keenum, and the team knows him, the team trusts him. He mm-hmm. took them game within the Super Bowl because my Eagles beat him. That's a different story. Did he have a good game that game? What was that? Did he have like, a good game? That? I think he threw three picks that game yeah. or something. I didn't know Steven But he'd had a good playoffs until then. See, that, we had that one crazy, like that one lucky-ass catch to uh, Stefan Diggs, though. I mean, he's going to be remembered that play forever. He had a good season. He's definitely not an MVP candidate or anything close to that, or maybe even a pro bowler. He's not even a proven starter. He's was not. He, a, he was only isn't a backup until this year. Was he a pro bowler? Was he like... I don't think he was. 
I wouldn't say is there's Drew Brees. I know like there's. Did he not even make it? Like, then and the season before, didn't Bradford have like the best completion rating? Like, yeah, and he had one good game before he got injured. But Bradford's also made of plastic. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't definitely just give him the keys. To the- He's gonna go to Cardinals. I if quarterback carousel. I'm saying Cardinals need a quarterback. Sam Bradford's going there. I think they're a team that are older. Larry Fitzgerald. I mean. You think they would draft someone too? I think they would. I think lower level, like a Mason Rudolph. Right. What about um? So where do you think Cousins yeah, goes then? Yeah. I say Denver. I say the best fit for him is Denver. And then I could also see him being like, "Screw it, Browns, give me the money." No, I don't think nah. he'd go there. Browns had Browns have to draft someone again. When was the last time they really spent like a high pick on a quarterback? Kaiser Menzel. Kaiser Kaiser wasn't. I feel like every Kaiser um, high pick, but like they've never. When was the last time they drafted a quarterback in like the top five? I don't think they ever had. Menzel was a high draft pick for us. Menzel was like twelve or something. Yeah, eleven. Well, I, I I'll know. guarantee you this draft they're going to do it. We're in Darnell, Darnell, whatever you call him. Darnold, Darnold. Uh, I'm bad with my name, say guys. I think they wanted. They were looking at Rosen. I think no, Rosen. I don't know that guy. Who's the guy? Oh no, uh, I'm blanking on the name. The Allen is that it? Uh, oh, Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Yeah. Well, I saw the Brown. I saw somebody compared him a scout. Josh Allen, his arm is comparable to Demarcus, not Demarcus, Jamarcus Russell. Uh, that's mm. a good sign. Oh, what a proven quarterback in the NFL. Hey man, if he didn't uh, get the munchies a few times, he would've been <laughs> right there right now. I mean, Johnny Menzel trying to make his comeback, but not this season. Blaine Gabbert, not Blaine Gabbert. Uh, Blaine Gabbert is a free agent. He is free agent, but Blake Bortles. Other Jaguars quarterback is staying locked up. It's like, I don't know. I question that decision. They have such a good team. If they went and got a real quarterback, though. Yeah, but who is, I mean. If they had Kirk Cousins? I don't think they have the money, though. Eli Manning? No, he's staying. I think if they wanted to get Eli, they should have done it. I would have liked Case Keenum on the Dex. He wasn't like. That's not bad. You're right. I mean, I think he's better than because they have Fournette too. They have such a good team around him. Yeah, and they have good receivers. They have a great defense. What if the Eagles sell Foles, trade Foles to the Jags? Eagles are going to hold on to Foles. I think. No, I think you dump th- him. I say you trade him. I like think he's so. He's they're, the yeah, they're going to start yeah, the season right. right. Yeah, his value is way and too. What high. they want, they need to first see that Wentz is like fully recovered, and then what's going to happen is some trade. some contending team's Nick. quarterback is going to get hurt. Big Dick Nick is staying where he is. No, he's no, and what and trade Wentz. No, you you hold on to both of them. He's not he's not gonna stay. Dude, like, he's a Super Bowl MVP. I don't think he can get money somewhere. He can, but I don't think Foles is that kind of uh, asshole. He's getting paid pretty well right now too. Is he? For a backup, he got like eleven million. But he's not a backup. Yeah, but he could be a backup. He's clearly not a backup though. <laughs> well, let me have what I want to have, right, guys? I want everything, and I'm gonna keep going. I mean, talking about a team that doesn't have everything though, the Giants. Where they do you see the Giants have almost everything? You guys are both Giant fans, right? Yeah. Where do you see it going? They're going to draft a quarterback, and then he's not going to play for the first year, probably. You get one more year out of Eli, maybe two. Two years? No, he's think, under contract for two years. I think more. you throw Davis Webb in there, because I have no idea if that guy's good. Yeah, he's, I don't know why they never let him play. Uh, I, I was actually talking to my friend about this. I think the reason why is because they their team was, the Giants were so bad in terms of a receiving core at the end of the year that they probably would just have shat on Davis Webb's confidence and the fact that, like, what do you got, like, Travis Rudolph out there? Like, yeah. you really have no one out there. I agree with you, but if we're going to go with that, then we can't say Geno Smith didn't play well. 
He's got you there. I'll yeah, give him that. Except that Geno Smith did not play well at all. I think the whole thing with Geno Smith is we knew he wasn't good coming in, so why would we <laughs> expect him? Why would we give him an excuse of like a bad receiving core? Well, you know who Eli Manning is now? Kurt Warner. Remember back when Kurt Warner was a giant for that like, Eli was year? a rookie. Yeah. And then you had Kurt Warner supposed to be that guy. That's going to be Eli Manning now. They're going to trade spots. Does that mean that Eli is then going to go somewhere else and go yeah. to a Super Bowl? Yeah. Arizona. He's gonna, oh, exactly. he's going to Arizona. Yeah. That's perfect. Full of the court, Kurt Warner props. Yeah. Told you, Eli Manning is Kurt Warner. They're going to let Eli stay, man. Eli's not going anywhere. He's going to O-line. That's like another thing. You don't like flowers? Yeah, I'd rather literally. I could do a better job with my hands tied in flat. I think actually, uh, Q is playing left, uh, left tackle now for the Giants. Who? Q. Q. Yeah, instead of Flowers. I uh, as Rand. Yeah. Dude, Eric Flowers is so bad. He was like a little bit better than like when he was really bad, but he's still like kind of bad. Well, I mean, he's bad, but is he as bad as the Giants? Not Giants. The Jets situation right now with quarterback. I don't know why I thought Christian Hackenberg was a good quarterback. Well, they also have Bryce Petty, too. They have uh, Petty. They have McCowan. What pick are they? Are the Giants? That's good that the Giants are worse than the Jets. Yeah, where does the Jets pick? Five? Five, right? Yeah, I mean, they have... They could draft somebody, but do they? Yeah, they could... I mean, why not? They haven't... Do you get Curtis Cousins instead and just pay him an insane amount of money? Because they have money to spend. Right. Their defense isn't that bad. They had those two safeties. That pretty sick. I think Bowles was a good coach. I think he's all right. He did a lot better than expectations, though. Right. They came out of the season looking good. I pegged the Jets for two and a half wins. I said under. Yeah, how much you... Uh, I, didn't, I didn't bet. I made it like a, just a friendly wager. Friendly. Buddy. I guess I'm saying now, but he has a lot of money in his pocket right now. Oh, yeah. I got some cash to blow. Call me Rick Pitino. He's, pay, he's paying kids to come play basketball for Genesee. Yeah. But we'd never won. team dropping bags. They're about to have uh, Zion's going to come here next year. If I can find out $100,000, I could get it. Well, imagine that if we just got like no name pro- like big name prospects coming to no name schools that'd be amazing you know how much fun it would be if you were like a top recruit in the country and you just went and played D3 like if you, you knew could. you were good enough that you could go to the NBA after anyway and you just went like what to Geneseo dropped like 60 points your a game your stock would be so low but what would people would just be? think you're an asshole for doing it but do you average 50 points a game can't, I feel like if you're like a top NCAA recruit and you could have offers from like Duke uh, like Kentucky, wherever, like, and you say like, nope, I'm gonna go to Geneseo. <laughs> My whole thing is like, do you think like D three schools even bother sending out like a, like a scholarship offer to like Zion Williamson? Don't they not? I don't think they give scholarships D three. I really they give like an offer. They give like ballsy schools do that. Well, they drop the bag. They just have big kahunas. They're like, we know you're not coming. Here you go. Yeah, well, like I'm saying, like, do you think like a D like a D three school is like? Yeah, we'll just like throw out like an invite, like a whatever, like an offer to him. I'll let you know next year when I enter uh, going to college for basketball. I'll let you know if I get any offers from D three. I mean, you can apply. Technically, I could apply for the NBA draft. Where's the paperwork? I might do it. Do you want to be my agent? I got you. I'll do that. Hey, there's been, even if you don't get picked, there's been some decent undrafted players. Yeah. You know, just enter the draft to get your name out there. Yeah, Sign with the G League team. Greek freak Maybe play overseas for a few years. Yeah, my, my friend actually, you know, it's like $150 uh, dollars to just try out for a, a D-League team or G-League team. My friend did it. Obviously didn't make it, but... Let's just make a, a fantasy football league and the loser has to try out. That's not funny. Yeah, I would try out. I would try out. Like, why, why not? not? I had the money to just like... I like, wouldn't play a second, but like, I would try out. It'd be yeah. cool. Just, you could tell people, like, just be like, yeah, I got to try out with the G-League yeah. team one time. Yeah. Like, they're not going to know you paid for it. No, yeah. Because no one really does until I just told you. 
<laughs> this guy. He's got inside scoops. Hip Ev if you need that uh, low-key info. So let's move on to our last topic for today. Major League Baseball is back. Is it better than ever? No. No? No. Baseball peaked like 70 years ago. 70? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the 90s? I feel like Sosa McGuire is like... For like, for like the new, for like it was like era. the Renaissance. Well, but like, so we're gonna talk about now. peak age of baseball. Right, like peak age of baseball when it was probably the like number yeah. one sport. Probably like when Babe Ruth wasn't dead, or like Ted Williams was alive or something. How's that good baseball though? Like, there's an old joke that Daniel Tosh did where he's like, "How are you gonna say Babe Ruth is good when only white players around him throwing him like 80 miles per hour? Take CC Sabathia right now throwing him like 90 mile per hour in junk balls. He's not hitting shit. What about uh, or like the mantle years or something like that? I mean, I'm a hardcore Yankee fan. I want to say they're amazing, but you really think they're doing the same things now that like, back then? Like McCutcheon, I feel like, would be instant Hall of Famer back then. With his speed, his power, everything as a player like that. Right now, it's a debate. This is what we do in a Hall of Debate, guys. We just throw it out there. Well, I, my whole thing is that, like, if, what if, like, those baseball players had the same regimen, like same yeah, sports science. Yeah, they were eating hot dogs and yeah, smoking they were cigarettes like all day. Fat as shit, dude. Dude, dude and like that they, guy, you know, they all smoked cigs. Yeah, that, too, dude, like, like dude, Dave Parker on the Pirates had that famous photo of him literally smoking a cig in the dugout. Like those guys, like there wasn't any science behind it. Yeah, well, also look at science now. You have Giancarlo Stanton and uh, Aaron Judge batting back to back, and they're six hundred feet tall, hitting six hundred foot bombs. Yeah, but the whole, the whole like. The training and uh, just like the nutrition and the workouts and everything—it's like you can't even really compare it. I mean, like, who's to say that like if Aaron Judge were born eighty years ago, he wouldn't be like he'd be Andre the Giant. Yeah, true. Well, going off that, what are you looking forward to this season? Any uh, big expectations? Yeah, the fucking Yankees have so much expectations. I just kind of feel like at least either Stanton or Judge is going to have a shit season, though. Right, yeah. It's There's no way they both, like, repeat what they did. Which would be awesome, but it's not going to happen. See, I just wrote a re- recent piece on the Yankees and their lineup. I think they're smart. They bat DJ Glorious three between the two of them. Break up the righties. Yo, DD had a solid, almost, he had some MVP MVP votes last season too. If you look at DD's numbers from last year, they're just as good as any season Jeter had basically. People like, will never ever say it, but he's putting up almost peak Jeter numbers. Yeah. I love DD. I think he's, even defensively, he's gotten better. I think they'll probably, I think I, I would, wouldn't be surprised if they have Judge hit second because he gets on base so much. Stanton three. And then rather than Sanchez clean up, throw Didi clean up just to break up the right-handed hitters a little bit. What do you think their outfit situation turns to then? Because they have, what, Ellsbury, Gardner, Clint Frazier, Stannon, and Judge? Not a big Ellsbury guy. And Hicks. Ellsbury needs to go, but he's not going to. Yeah, his contract. I think he's the least liked person in all of New York. I feel bad for him because I don't even, like, dislike Ellsbury. He just, just like, it's not his fault he's overpaid. I mean, and kind of sucks. I mean, his fault he's not that good. Yeah. But there's I never... Like, I like, I'm a big Hicks guy. His defense is... He's almost MVP level before he got injured last year. Yeah. And then Clint Frazier... I'm a big Frazier fan. I'm a big Frazier guy. Where I was saying, if they trade him for Gary Cole, I thought it was a mistake. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I agree. I'm glad they kept him. They just have nothing to do with him now. That's the problem, too, because there's no... Even, like, somebody gets hurt long-term, because then you have Hicks, who's still young. You have right. Garner, who's putting up solid numbers still. Maybe you trade Gardner, but then what's the outfield turn to? You have, what, Frazier, Hicks, 
Judge and Stanton filling up the three after and DH spots? If they could somehow find someone to take Ellsbury's contract, they probably have to pay part of it. Yeah, they probably have to pay part of it or throw in a prospect or something to sweeten the pot. But I feel like they might have to do it just because, yeah, I don't know, it's not good for Frazier if he's not playing. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if Frazier starts here in AAA. I wouldn't either at all. He shouldn't be, but... No, yeah, he's good enough that he should be in the majors, but they just it's better than having him sit on the bench. The only problem with the Yankees, too, is say they trade Gardner, which I see them doing very soon. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. a full right-handed lineup. Because they have Hicks, who's a switch hitter, mm-hmm. Greg Bird, who's a lefty, and then Didi, who's a lefty. Other than that, mm-hmm. that's yeah, not that's Yankee heavy. lineup. You think Gardner's going to give him the boot? I don't think they should. I don't think just, they want to, but if they can't get rid of Ellsbury, like, they need to move someone. They have a surplus well, of people. I like Gardner. Oh, I love Gardner. He's, He's pretty close. White Lightning. He's got Pat. Like, look all the power he got now, too. I have nowhere. 21 home runs last season. Yeah. He's got, like, a perfect swing for Yankee Stadium. Yeah, the, like, the way he just kind of, like, rips it down the line. Like, like I, th- I don't know. I, you probably find, like, the statistics on it. I wonder what percentage of his home runs would be home runs in, like, a normal stadium. What's well, I mean, over under for Yankees home runs this season now, too. Like, what do you – What was it last year? You know? Well, they're going to easily pass 200. But right. I don't know if I have my head last year's, but do you home think they are up everywhere. 250? Over 250? 300? 300's pushing it. 250, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, between, between Sanchez, Judge, and Stanton, how many are you calling there? Uh, I would say... Do you think it goes over 150, those three? No. no. I would say... Dude, that's 50 home, yeah, no. I would 50 say like, home runs. For, I would say if you get 120... If you get 120... Yeah, I, I, I was thinking 110. Because I think at least one of those guys has to have a bad year. Yeah. It just it, there's no way that all three of them can repeat what they did the year before. Well, who's the most important player in the Yankees this season then? Greg Bird. Aaron Boone. Aaron Boone. Don't bring up Boone. If Bird gets hurt, who plays first? You have uh, Tyler Austin. True. Forgot you about have Austin. Mike Mustakis out there. You have a whole lot of regions too. If they could get Mustakis on a one-year deal, that would be great. Yeah, what about the rotation though? Did they figure that out? They did, but it's it's Tanaka, you got Sonny Gray, you got Severino, CeCe, Montgomery. you got Montgomery, and then... After that, yeah. it's Sessa. Sessa, they have some minor Green, depth. Green could potentially start, but I like him better than both. Severino's so dirty. Oh, he had that playoff mishaps, but he, he came back. I know, but he just... I think he's been like... I mean, the, only, the only problem with the Yankees is that they might have, depending on like what Severino, how Severino performs... They might have, like, five good starting pitchers and no, like, real star. Like, who's the ace of the staff? Is it Severino? I think is it's it Severino. You got to say Severino. Yeah, it's just he's a question mark, I think. Well, after. I'll say I was upset, though, by the Yankees because I wanted uh, Frazier back. Todd Frazier? Todd Frazier on the Mets. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, if they think that they can – Get Mustakis on a one-year deal, cheap, late in the off-season. That would be an upgrade. I I, I don't know. I don't love Todd Frazier. Decent fielder. He's just a nice guy. I feel like I want to hang out with him. Yeah, I could see that. I want to be my guy. He'll be in New York. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's still around. You still can hang around. out with him. I just want that guy happy. He loved being a Yankee. You just want sometimes you just want a player to be happy. Oh, for sure. It definitely sucks for him. He seemed real excited from Jersey or something. Anyway, guys, I think that just about wraps up our first uh, pot of season two. That was kind of solid. Season two. Anything, uh, any last words for today, guys? Anything you're looking out for? Anything you're watching? Olympic curling. Over. 
Is oh, it over? Olympics ended. Yeah. USA uh, won. I wasn't even paying attention. Oh, God, this guy. I, was I, watched one, guy. I watched one curling match, and I thought it was cool. One too many? No, one was just enough. Over, under, how many curling matches are good enough? Like, just enough. I think you're going to get the big picture for one. Maybe it's USA. I, I would say about. one curling match every four years is, like, good for me. My, fa- my favorite winter Olympics thing is the thing where they ski, yeah. and then they shoot, and then they ski again. Triathlon or biathlon? I guess biathlon. I think it's biathlon. Yeah. I don't... Triathlon's like with swimming shit, right? Yeah, that's like swimming, biking, and running. But biathlon is skiing and shooting. Right, yeah. I'm a big... You know, I, I found out, like, just through social media, they used to a thing called Ski Ballet. And uh, it was for two Olympics. It was pretty sick. They just did, like, ballet on a hill with skis. And they do a bunch of, like, weird tricks and stuff, but they got rid of it. Are you bringing it back? Let's bring it back. Intramural Ski Ballet? Yeah. I was about it. Well, my last word is, now the Olympics is over... Looking forward to next Olympics, Summer Olympics, better Olympics. Much better. Basketball, it's back. That's new things coming. I'm excited. Surfing, surfing's cool. That's pretty fun. Skateboarding things on there. It's in I Tokyo, right? Skateboarding's back. First time. Yeah. See, how, how do they do skateboarding? I assume it's like it's Tony like Hawk. Yeah, it's like you know, like they do like they like how they do snowboarding. Yeah, yeah. I assume it's. Like I that. thought it was kind of like they do like they all sit around play like some old Tony Hawk pro skater and just like whoever has the highest score at the end. Like, I never understood, like, who's a judge, though, because when I think of judges, like, they have to be, like, 60, 60 years old, like, when like when I think of, like, gymnastics, but, like, anyone who skates boards, like, yeah. must be, like, a 40-year-old, like, judge who's just, like, shredding or something. Like, do you, are, I don't even, I guess they know what to look for, but, like, I don't. Yeah. Like, are they looking for what looks cool or what's, like, fundamentally, I don't even know. I don't know. It's judging, man. Can you name two skaters? Yeah, Bob Burnquist and uh, Tony Hawk. There you go. I play Tony Hawk's Underground 2 way too much. You know, this is people, guys. Well, you heard it here first. Paul DeBate, how's your skating with Big F?